0: Welcome back into the Tide Talk Podcast. We are live tonight. Jake Thomas, Stacey Blackwood. Jake, how you doing,
1: buddy? Doing good, man. Uh had a had a rough day at work, but um I was I'm still good enough to come here and talk a little ball with you. So uh let's let's jump right in if you want to.
0: Yeah, uh we wanted to do this show today to kind of recap and talk about the SEC media days. Of course, that started today (laughs) in Birmingham. Uh, with Florida, LSU, and South Carolina. So we're going to kind of talk about each of those teams a little bit. And uh, I know this is an Alabama podcast, but we can still talk about some of the SEC teams. And we thought we could come in and kind of talk about each of those. Uh, Before we do that, Jake, we do need to tell everybody about our friends at betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is the place to go to place all your bets. Uh, NBA Finals, what, Game 6 is coming up tomorrow night. So Milwaukee and Phoenix, big time matchup there in the NBA Finals, and betonline.ag is where you need to go to place that bet. Of course, the second half of the Major League Baseball season is underway now, so you can head there to betonline.ag and place your bets on those, whether it's future bets, uh, parlays, and, of course, they have the 24-hour online casino that is always open. That's betonline.ag, and if you sign up today,
1: you receive a 50% welcome bonus. Um, All right. Before we go, go before we get too far in. It. i just want to say you know in the last pod man you both had the sons and sits but <laughs> the bucks have very have impressed me that they, I just they want have to say all the momentum right now they do and uh Giannis is the greek freak i mean what yeah, else can you say about him
0: he, he, he's unbelievable he i is. saw i saw a tweet i don't remember who it was i think it was somebody from barstool but it was back in like 2015 and he was l- laughing at the slam dunk contest because it included somebody named Giannis Antetokounmpo, and <laughs> yeah. so he was throwing shade at, at Giannis, and and mm-hmm. now he's one of the best players on the planet. So, just kind of kind of crazy how things unfold. And mm-hmm. uh, like like I said, we both thought Phoenix would win this series in six, and right now Milwaukee has all the momentum.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so
0: we'll kind of see what happens tomorrow night there. And like I said, if you want you want to you know place a bet on that game, you need to head on over to BetOnline.ag. And before we kind of really go any further with the conversation tonight, uh, make sure you do subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music. Uh, then also head on head on over to YouTube and uh, subscribe there and uh, hit that notification bell and jump in the comment section below tonight. We're going to be talking about day one of the SEC Media Days, which included Florida lsu and south carolina so we're going to dive into that but we did want to make sure that everybody you know is subscribed and and, and hits that notification bell uh we're getting closer to 50 subscribers on youtube so that's happening pretty quick so we appreciate everybody that's doing that and uh, we appreciate everybody that subscribes and listen to our podcast and uh we certainly appreciate that uh and uh we got a couple comments so far uh let me uh jump in here real quick to make sure we uh we can see all that. All right. We got Hampton, our boy Hampton. Yo, yo, yo. Man. What's up, Hamp? How you doing, buddy? Hey Hamp. Appreciate you listening. Then we got our 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 Barner in the group, Jerome <laughs> twins. What's yeah, up, this, <laughs> this was not planned either. We we both no. we both jumped on with mm-hmm. hats on backwards and headphones on, ready to go. Hey, and Jake has a new mic set up now. So He's uh he's not having to holler anymore. He's got him a a, a pretty solid microphone now. So he your ears be are welcome.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: your, your ear, yeah, yeah yeah they'll they'll all say thank you now. Right. Uh, all right, and Connor Boyd. All right, know him. Appreciate you listening, Connor. Thank you, Connor. All right. So uh, I'm the chat is open, guys. If you if you want to interject or say anything, just just hop on in the chat, and uh, we will make sure to include it in the episode. All right, so, Jake, let's just talk about the the three teams that were, you know, at front and center today at SEC Media Days. It started off with Florida, of course, Dan Mullen there. Uh, But before we do that, do you want – I don't know if you – I know you had to work, so you didn't get a really chance to to watch any of it. Mm -hmm. But uh, did you get a chance to hear what anything that Greg Sankey said or anything, or or did
1: you just (laughs) – you just kind of flying? Yeah, I – I, I didn't get to hear any of it or watch any of it. So um, this is just going to be, you know, really what I'm going to do is just tell you how I feel about the team and, and, you know, you know, how I see things at the moment. So that's where I'm going to go with it. You you yeah, can fill well, in the biggest details.
0: <laughs> uh, well, well, thank you. His his main message was obviously about the vaccine, and about how the college game is changing. And, of course, it is with NIL and right. you know, the transfer portal. So that was really just his main talking points. And uh, we'll just kind of diving on Dam Dan Mullen, Florida, of course, Jake, they, they're they having to replace Kyle Trask, Kyle mm-hmm. Pitts, uh, Grimes at receiver, uh, Kadarius Toney, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of production there on offense. Of course, five-star quarterback Emory Jones is, is still there. Uh, he's got a lot of experience there in florida uh what what are your expectations for the gators last year their defense was atrocious right <laughs> they bring back todd grantham which is really kind of the surprising move to me mm-hmm. uh but what are your just kind of your thoughts on florida as a team
1: uh heading into 2021 i to be honest i kind of see a team in shambles uh, i mean you i mean yeah he is a five star but emory jones you really don't know what you're going to get from him because he is a running running top quarterback are you going to run the same offense under him as you did you know uh Kyle Trask and if you do you're gonna be in trouble uh you know they they do have pro, you know good they I heard uh I believe it was Corey Burton the other night talking about this on on uh SEC at the, the dark with with Stephen and I believe Corey said this but You know, there it might have been Steven, but their, you know, their offensive game plan does not set up well for running the ball. And it, it, it ought to be that they run the ball like crazy, but they don't. They've, they really hadn't had a good running game the last, you know, since Dan Mullen's been down there, to be honest. So, um, you know, it's, it pretty much is falling on the shoulders of the quarterbacks. And I just don't think Jones is going to be that guy to do it. And if they got to rely on that defense with Tar Grantham as the, defense coordinator oh you're in trouble uh that's just my opinion i actually commented in their chat and said me personally i think kentucky's going to finish second the east this year yeah
0: it would not surprise me whatsoever florida's kind of one of those teams where it wouldn't surprise me if they finish second but it really wouldn't surprise Mm -hmm. me if they finish fourth or fifth either so me me too uh there's a it's a very interesting year for Florida this year. So, uh, mm-hmm. going to be, I'm with you. I'm not completely sold on Emory Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people are really high on him in the preseason, right? Uh, but I, I haven't seen it yet. So I, I'm not sure that Emory Jones is going to be, you know, that dude. And, uh, so I, I'm not, I'm not too high on Florida. Of course, Alabama travels there, the third week of the season in Gainesville, mm-hmm. uh, even if Florida is not just a, top tier team that's going to be a tough game. Uh the swamp, they, they didn't have a chance to fill their stadium last year. So you know that place is going to be rocking. Yeah. You know, it come be. come that you know late September. I believe it's late September is when that game is. So mm-hmm. uh really excited for that matchup there in Gainesville. And I, I'm with you. Uh don't trust Todd Grantham. <laughs> he's uh unless he just changes his ways. Right. He's too he's way too aggressive for this modern era of college football. Mm -hmm. Uh, His defense lacks communication and discipline. So, uh, and what I thought was interesting is Florida sent two defensive players to SEC immediate days. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if they're trying to play some reverse psychology here, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. uh, I just, I'm not buying Todd Grantham as a defensive coordinator. I'm not 100% sold on Emory Jones. Is he a talented guy? Of course. But uh, there's no more Kyle Pitts. There's no more Kadarius Toney. So, I'm just uh, – I think Dan Mullen's a really good coach. But, you know, in the SEC, you got to be great. So, uh,
1: right.
0: just I'm not really just 100% sold on Florida. Going to get to the chat real quick. Had a, had a few more people jump in. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, James, appreciate you jumping in. What's up, fellas? Hey, we appreciate you up. tuning in. Uh, Hamp chimes in again. He says, Jake, I'm right with you on the Kentucky take.
1: Appreciate sure the uh,
0: Yeah, we'll talk about Kentucky probably a little later this week as they mm-hmm. uh during SEC media days, we'll kinda we're gonna try to do this uh at least you know, maybe not every night this week, but kind of recap every SEC team's mm-hmm. uh media days this week and we'll talk more about Kentucky, you know, when that time comes. But uh Kentucky's a team that that's kind of picking up a lot of steam as we, you know, get closer to the football season.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The, uh will go ahead. I was just gonna
0: say, keep keep the uh, yeah. comments coming. We appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, Jake, then then uh, Coach O come up yeah. SEC media yeah. days. Of course, oh. he uh, he didn't uh, he didn't really answer any questions regarding the Title IX case, and you know I don't right. blame him. I mean, what do I you expect either. him to say? I mean, right, exactly. Uh, so, uh, but LSU, of course, year before last they win the championship, undefeated season. Joe Burrow has one of the great seasons of all time as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jamar Chase, a great wide receiver. Uh, Jefferson, mm-hmm. uh, they had all sorts of talent there on the offense. And then the next year, last year, they mm-hmm. go five and five during the COVID season. Really, of course, Miles Burning goes down early in the year with an injury, and he was really playing well uh, before the injury. Uh, so they had to rely on a couple of freshmen, T.J. Finley and Max Johnson, mm-hmm. at quarterback. Uh Their defense was kind of up and down. They had to play a lot of different guys. Guys opted out. Guys left early. Mm -hmm. So really wasn't a great year for LSU last year. And Coach O, you know, compounded with the Title IX case and the fact that they went 5-5 and last year, uh, I don't want to say he's found himself on the hot seat, but, you know, another mediocre to average season, and he could be right there just kind of what's your thoughts on the LSU program right now? What are you seeing for them in this, this 2021 season?
1: You know, I've seen several people make comment that they could be within, you know, the top three of the sec West. Um, possibly I just, you know, it's all going to depend on quarterback play. Uh, I know you're really high or you yourself are really high on uh, Johnson. Um, you know, I, I think he's going to be really good, but there's a lot of, I mean, Stingley's probably one of the best uh, corners, uh, defensive bats in the, uh, in the nation. Um, but there's a lot of, a lot of other question marks, um, you know, uh, talking about that, that championship year, you know, and, and everybody talks about it, but you know, one Joe Brady was found during that, during that season too. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, Joe Burr had a elite season, but, he didn't have it the year before Joe Brady come in, so and then you lose him. Their offense kind of, and eh, you know last year, so you know it all depends on on quarterback play for them, and um and if they get an identity on defense, you know that, that's just my opinion. I I think they, I think they still maybe be better than Ole Miss and Auburn, so they may finish third in the West. But I think they're the third or fifth range right there, fighting with Ole Miss and and Auburn. Yeah, they're LSU's a
0: tough team to gauge. They're talented, mm-hmm. man. They got a lot of talent on their roster. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Max Johnson or, or for Miles Brennan, for that matter, mm-hmm. plays you know above average, uh, you know they're going to have a solid running game. They may not be a lead on the ground, but they're going to be a, a solid running football team. Their defense is going to be better this year just because they, I mean, I think they returned 16 total starters from last year's team. So they're a much more experienced group than they were last season. Uh, of course, Eli Ricks and uh, Derek Stingley, possibly the best, you know, corner duo in the country. Oh, yeah. So uh, now there, there's some question marks at safety. Jacoby mm-hmm. Stevens is gone. So uh, some question marks there. They were not even good there last year. So. Uh, there, there is some question marks in the back end of that defense aside from Stingley and Ricks. So uh, just going to see how that defensive line plays, how the linebacker core uh, meshes together. Uh, but I, I'm not as down on LSU. I think they're still a decent football team just because of the talent, man. They got so much mm-hmm. talent on that roster. They do. So uh, I, it would be hard for me to imagine that they, they finish lower the third, uh, you know, to me, it's it's Alabama and A&M, and it's really Alabama and then A&M. Yeah. And then it's kind of – there's LSU, and then there's teams like Arkansas, Auburn, mm-hmm. Mississippi State, and Ole Miss. So, mm-hmm. it's – uh I, I don't see them finishing worse than third. You know, it could come down to that last game of the season between A&M and LSU of who finishes right. second in the West. So, mm-hmm. if I had to put money on it, that's kind of what would happen. So, uh, that's just kind of my thoughts on LSU. Like I said, y'all y'all keep the comments coming. We appreciate everybody that's listening and watching. Uh you got something you want to add or interject, just I, put it there in the comment section. Go ahead, Jack.
1: I just gonna say, you know, be honest, last year, uh when they beat Florida, and to me, they didn't had no business beating Florida in that game. Uh, but you know we had the shoe shoe mageden as I call it, you know, <laughs> happen. But in all honesty, they they put up a fight against Florida that whole entire game. So, like you said, they do have talent. Is it going to jail in time? You know, it, it'll take some time for them to gel. But you know, how are they going to be later in the season when they have to play Alabama and A and M? You know, are they are they going to be competitive against those two teams? Because it it will gauge on how they may be next year for sure, especially if you got. Johnson or, you know, I think Brennan might be a junior or senior this year. I'm not sure. But if Johnson steps up, like a lot of people have been saying, he's really, you know, really talented and going to make a push this this fall, you know, that may be a gauge for the team next year uh, with him leading it.
0: Yeah, it's uh, a lot – LSU is going to be an interesting team to watch this year. I'm, mm-hmm. uh, I'm looking forward to – of course, we're looking forward to the college football season, but I'm looking right. forward to seeing – how coach O kind of navigates this season, you know, with the, with the stuff off the field that's going on along with trying to coach a football team. So Mm -hmm. a lot to look forward to with that LSU team. And uh, the the last team of the day was, was South Carolina. Of course, Shane Beamer is now their head coach after Mm -hmm. the disaster that was Will Muschamp there in uh, Columbia, South Carolina. Um, I'll be honest with you, watching, watching today's media days, Beamer was very impressive. He, uh, he looked Calm, cool, and collective. Uh, he had all the answers. Uh, he knew what to say. He knew how to handle the situation. Very, very surprised at how well he done today, considering it was his first SEC Media Days. And so uh, that that really impressed me. Now that that may not really have anything to do with how his team performs on the field, <laughs> right? But uh, he, he did. He uh, to me, he won the day. If I had to pick a winner of the day, uh, you know from from this first day of SEC media days. He, he done really well there uh, answering all the questions. And, you know, I will say this, Muschamp didn't leave the the cupboard completely bare. There, there's, right. some, there's some talent there on that defense. I'm not going to try to say one of their defensive players' name. <laughs> Y'all know who I'm talking about because mm-hmm. I do not want to butcher it. Uh, they also have Jordan Birch on the defensive line who's coming back, a former five-star player, mm-hmm. uh, their, their quarterback, uh, he, he's a solid player. He was highly recruited. Of course, Kevin Harris is one of the best running backs in the SEC. You can make the argument, you know, outside of tanks, Tank Bigsby from Auburn, maybe the best running back in the SEC. So, uh, talent there. They have another guy running back who they're really high on, who, who was out last year with an injury. So, uh, South Carolina is a, is a team to that I kind of – I'm interested in seeing how Beamer does there. Uh Jake, what do you what do you think of the first of all, what do you think of the beamer hire for South Carolina? And let, let's just be honest, how good of a job is the South Carolina job?
1: Yeah. You David Don Clown is not walking through them doors again. So, <laughs> you know, uh you need an elite talent like that, you know, to kind of build your program around. But beamer, I th- I thought, you know, I think it's gonna be all right. Uh for for South Carolina, you know, they had their heyday. You know, they their their glory game was against Alabama. You know, in twenty ten, I think it was where Stephen Garcia just went out of his mind. And but I think they finished like nine and three that season, still or something. I mean, so in all honesty, I don't. You won't. I don't. To me personally, I don't think you'll see South Carolina even with with Beamer. I don't. I don't. You know, be a competitor on the east side, just because you know you're still got Georgia, you still got you know Florida, Kentucky. You know can can be a can be a X factor in the in the east. So, you know, to me, I I think he's going to get them better. I think they'll be they'll be probably an eight nine win team. You know, that's what I think. Not this year. I'm just talking about in the future. In the future, Um, yeah. I mean, I think they. They could potentially maybe win five or six this year just because of that. I mean, they just hand the ball to Harris and and that other stud that they got. You know, <laughs> that they should be fine. But uh, defensively, they they do have some talent, like you said. They could probably make some stops, but as long you know, injuries, especially South Carolina, depth is a problem. So you know, if they get one of them when them guys injured, then. You're, you're done for pretty much. So, I think in the future, there'll be an eight, nine win team, which I think, you know, program historic wise, that that's a great, oh, you know, yeah. a great yeah. achievement for them. So, they
0: signed him to a lifetime contract. Right. He was able to deliver that. Let's, hey, let's, mm-hmm. since it is his first year though, let's kind of look at his, at their schedule mm-hmm. and kind of go through it and see what we think is a win and what we, you know, think is going to be a loss. Uh, let's just look here. Uh, first game of the year is is Eastern Illinois. That's a that's uh, a dub
1: dub w easy. <laughs> uh,
0: then their next game is at East Carolina. I still think that's a dub.
1: I think that's a w too. So there's two there's two wins out of the yep. five or six and I said. So uh, the next game it's a big L. It's at Georgia. <laughs> Ooh yeah, that's that's
0: probably not gonna, gonna be, be a rough day there. Of course, right now, year before last, uh, South Carolina went in there and upset Georgia. So that's true. I guess you never know, but uh, that that's a. Uh, Ninety-nine out of hundred times, Georgia is going to win that game pretty easily. Right, right, right. now, they sit at two and one. Now here's a here's an important stretch of their schedule, Jake.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Listen, the next four games, this is going to make or break their season. The next game after Georgia is home against
1: Kentucky. Ooh, that'd be that's one to to circle. To let's me. let's
0: just let's leave that one alone for right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, the next game is home versus
1: Troy. That's a win. That's a W. So, so there's three.
0: That's three wins. Mm-hmm. Then they're at Tennessee.
1: Whew. That that I, potentially could be a win. I,
0: I think I think they beat Tennessee.
1: I do too.
0: I think that I think they're probably ahead of what Tennessee is right now.
1: I believe I they think, are. I
0: think Tennessee is
1: a is a
0: they're they're awful right now. They're a dumpster fire.
1: <laughs> yeah. They're down there. With, Tennessee's down there with uh, Vandy. We'll talk about that another time. Well, yeah, and Vandy, Vandy is their next game. Okay, so there's your five, your five They're, wins right there.
0: By by the by, you know, the second to the last week of October, they've already mm-hmm. got five wins. Potentially, they potentially have. I mean, all, all, the five games that we have them winning are very winnable games, right? For them, so yeah. Uh, Th- then, then, truthfully, Jake, I don't see them winning another game. Just, just looking at it, mm-hmm. next week they go to A and M. Ooh, tough. Host, host, Florida,
1: tough. At Missouri, who that'd be a good game.
0: Now, now they do get to host Auburn.
1: I, I think so Auburn's too got too much talent.
0: I, I do too. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's. I think I'm sixty 60-40. Auburn wins that one. Yeah, and of course the the last game is Clemson. So
1: and they ain't got uh, a chance there, unfortunately.
0: Right. So so then we go back to that Kentucky game that we kind of left off. So it all hinges on that. Yeah, Just it really does. I mean, if if mm-hmm. if I'm not sure how the bowl system's going to work anymore. It's so weird now. The COVID year kind of threw everybody off. But yeah, you know, we're, we're looking at a team that could go five and seven or six and six Jake. if they go six and six i think you you know give give a round of applause to shane beamer and that right. staff so yeah uh that's just that's kind of interesting just looking at that schedule a very manageable schedule for for shane beamer in his first mm-hmm. year so yeah uh, that is a team to watch out east
1: yeah i you know i've watched will muschamp as a as a coordinator I, he just never clicked as a head coach but you know, just my opinion. Going to South Carolina is going to be tough to to win there because most of the time the East is it's kind of leveled out. Because usually you don't see Tennessee as this bad, right. and Georgia, and Florida is always good. Uh, Vandy's always going to be Vandy. Unfortunately, um, they had their glory a few you know a few short years ago when they made the top twenty five and ran their mouths about Bama and Alabama beat them like fifty nine to nothing or something like that. Yeah. But you know, so. Um, they're always going to be a bottom feeder, but Tennessee's is usually not this bad. Kentucky has, has improved since um, – I can never think of their coach's name. I'm brain dead. Um, Mark Stoops. Stoops, yeah. <laughs> Ever since he's been there, uh, they have increased their win totals every year. Uh, so, Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, and South Carolina to me – Missouri and South Carolina is right there at four and five potentially for me.
0: Uh, yeah, Missouri is a team. I'm. I'm kind of got my eye on this year as well, and we'll talk more about them later this week. But mm-hmm. uh, the three teams we covered today, Florida, LSU, and, and South Carolina. Uh, none of the teams. I don't think any of those teams will compete for the SEC championship this year. Uh, I don't think LSU quite has enough horses to keep up with Alabama and Texas A and M. Florida, I, I just don't see them having enough to keep up with Georgia right now, just on the, on that east side, uh, I just don't see anybody, you know, competing with Georgia. They're 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 loaded. Of course we know what type of talent they have. And of course now they have JT Daniels at quarterback who's who's a proven playmaker. So uh they're they're gonna be interesting to watch. And of course they open up that first game with Clemson and uh I, I do wanna do something, Jake. This is uh-huh. uh we've kinda wrapped up the first day of A C C Media Days and I think we can go a few more minutes, and like I said, if you're watching still, make sure you jump in the comment section, leave us, you know, your thoughts on just you know whatever you want, you want to leave your thoughts on. It don't don't have to be just about the SEC media days today; uh, it can be any type of question or comment uh, regarding Alabama or the SEC. Mm-hmm. But Jake, I know you're on the computer here, so you, you need to get you get you typing fingers ready. I want you to look at, at some of these SEC schedules and kind of talk about some of the non-conference matchups that you might be looking for the most. And while you're you're searching for all that, I want to tell everybody again to make sure they head over to betonline.ag, sign up today, get that 50% welcome bonus, so you don't miss out on any of the great bets that they have on betonline.ag, whether it's futures, parlays, they got it at betonline.ag. All right, Jake is pulling up some SEC schedules uh, there on his computer. Uh, so he's going to be looking at some of those uh, when he, when he finds uh, a non-conference game that really catches his eye. Uh, he, he's going to talk about it. The game that, that that, that has my, his
1: Liberty at Ole Miss. Oh, Hugh Freeze against mm-hmm. Lane Kiffin. Wow. Damn. That, that's an interesting matchup. Now I've, I think Kiffin's got too too much firepower, too much talent, more than Liberty. But I could see that game being like fifty five to forty eight. I mean, high scoring game to me because both offenses run like a fast paced offense. Oh, so. Yeah. So and Liberty returns Malik
0: Willis at quarterback. Uh, that's true. So, dude, that that's that game's both teams will be in the fifties in that game.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, to me, I didn't really have to search much because I. Uh, I've I seen this. Um, you know, I, I've been thinking about this. I talked to my brother in law about it, he's a big barner. But the third game of the season for Auburn is Penn State. I think it's the third or fourth game. Penn State
0: a second, I think it's the second, might be the
1: second game. So, second yeah. game for them is Penn State. That is going to be a challenge for, for Auburn to see how, how Hartson is and how Bobo and him get, get along. Um, uh, I mean, you still got tank, they still got tank. Tank, like you say, is probably one of the best running backs in the SEC. Uh, and they've got a lot of, you know, they're talking about my my brother-in-law, especially saying that their defense is stacked, which I, I think they were one of the best defenses uh this year in the SEC. So that's gonna be an interesting matchup to me, uh, to see how if that offense can can click early in the season, you know, especially. Bo with uh, some of his new guys at, at wide receiver, so yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's going to be fun to watch. That's going to mm-hmm. be an interesting game.
0: Uh, yep. Another one I'm going to throw out. I mm-hmm. believe it's the same weekend as as Penn State and Auburn. It's Arkansas at Texas.
1: That's a wow. Get to see see you know, against Arkansas. That'd be, you know, my 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 new co-hosted uh, that I got a new show, you know, coming up. Uh, tomorrow night, uh, yeah. We'll, go, Jay, go ahead. Yeah. Go
0: ahead and plug that real quick. Yeah, so everybody can keep It's,
1: it's going to be called a uh, um, um. Uh, uh, oh gosh, uh, You don't even know the name of the show. Uh, I'm brain dead, dude. I'm, I'm give <laughs> out. Uh, it's going to be called a uh, uh, best of the west. There we go. It's called best of the west. Uh, and um, but yeah, we're uh, we're going to talk a little bit about. Uh, the West and, and how we see it shaping up. And uh, I've got one of the topics that I know for sure of that uh Steven uh the positively Ole miss uh the one that's putting it together he's a host of that show you know he he you saw it he I'm sure you know he kind of called out Alabama and said that he sees like a nine and three season for Alabama. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give my thoughts about that and he's excited to hear it. But Talking about Arkansas, my co-host on that uh, part of the Hot Talk podcast.
0: Let, let me ask you this: mm-hmm. what, Did mm-hmm. did he explain why he thought that?
1: Yeah, there's a there's a thread, a long thread. Uh, you know, questions at quarterback. You know, Bryce questions Young. At quarterback. And, well, Washington being, quarterback. well, being, you know, being young and and inexperienced. You know, stuff like that um, don't really have a. He called it a really a threat at running back. But um you know I I'm gonna give my my opinion on it, but um Arkansas, I think, and I'll talk about it a little bit tomorrow night with, with him as well, but I think they're gonna be a surprise team in the in the West this year to look out for. So Ole miss?
0: Is that no, you know? Arkansas. Arcan- Arkansas, yeah. okay.
1: Yeah. yeah. I really like Sam Pittman.
0: Yeah, Sam Pittman's done a good job of of uh putting together a staff and you know, aside from Nick Saban last year, I'm not sure anybody else in the conference got more out of their roster than Sam Pitt, Pittman. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I think he done a really good job last year. And uh, I'm, I'm, I guess I need to look for that thread. Uh, I hate to sound like an Alabama homer and a, <laughs> and an Alabama, you know, an arrogant Alabama fan, but anybody that thinks Nick Saban's gonna have a team that goes nine and three. Mm. I mean, I just unless to me that that may happen at the end of Saban's career, but he ain't slowing down right now. No,
1: yeah, I, I get mean, my opinion on well, here's
0: here's my question: the same people that are saying that Bryce Young is a question mark at quarterback this year are the same people who was saying he should have started over Mac Jones last year. So which that's one is point. it? Which right. one is it?
1: Yeah, that's a good point. And look what Matt I, did. <laughs> yeah, I don't want
0: to hear that crap that Bryce Young is is new. Oh, well, last year you thought he should start over Mac Jones.
1: Mhm. And Matt led us to a championship.
0: Yeah, I mean so huh. I, I, it's always people always have to have something. We right. don't have we don't have a playmaking
1: running back. Mhm. Questions at wide receiver, you know.
0: We don't have a playmaking running back. Mm-hmm. Has uh, Brian Robinson Jr. has 1300 career rushing yards and 15 touchdowns at Alabama. mm
1: mm-hmm. Mhm.
0: Uh, did anybody see Jason McKellen bust an 80-something-yard touchdown run against Arkansas last year, who, mm-hmm. by the way, was one of the better defenses in the conference? Mm-hmm. Anybody watch that? Mm-hmm. Anybody watch uh, John Mechie get nearly 200 yards receiving against Texas A&M last year? I saw it. Mm-hmm. And go for nearly 1,000 yards is really about the third option on the team. I mm-hmm. saw that. Who else saw that?
1: hmm
0: Are we forgetting no. that Album still has Evan Neal, the best offensive tackle in college football, or you could make that argument? Mm-hmm. I mean, I just I, – I'm not saying that that album is going to win every game, but saying that album is going to go 9-3, and three, mm-hmm. man, I just I, I just think that's a little bit of wishful thinking on other fan bases' parts. And I'm not trying to sound like an arrogant album fan, and I'm sure I am, because it just kind of it, – it gets under my skin, especially when people talk about Bryce Young. Because all you heard last year was that, that Mac Jones shouldn't start. He's not that dude. It needs to be right. Bryce
1: Young. Mm-hmm. And And now
0: all of a sudden sudden Bryce Young is not experienced enough to play quarterback at Alabama. Give me a break guys. Come on. mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is it?
1: uh, Right. Either either Bryce
0: Young can play or he can't. We're mm -hmm. going to find that out. And all I know is he looked damn good in the 8A game. And I know that's a a, a scrimmage, but you know what? He scrimmaged against some pretty good football players.
1: He was scrimmaged against five-star talent. That's what I'm
0: saying. I mean, the dude knows how to play football.
1: Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll give my comments uh, tomorrow night on it. Um, but um,
0: well, I look forward to that.
1: Yeah, uh, but to is that going to be a
0: live stream, or is it going to be?
1: I, I believe, quick? I believe so. I believe okay. so. Good. So, um, um, I, I'll uh, I'll make sure you know it, it'll be shared on on Twitter and all that. And uh, but I'm going to ask you a question real quick, Stacey. <laughs> while uh, we you know we got a few more, more minutes here, but and. and I've always said this, and a lot of people I've seen saying that, you know, A&M might upset Alabama this year because they they right up there talent-wise maybe. But I still think to this day – I don't think it's going to happen this year. I'm thinking maybe more two, three years down the road still. But I still believe that if there is going to be a saving Disciple to beat him, it's going to be Lane Kiffin. That's just my personal opinion. I mean, I, Kiffin's the only one that's been close in, in his first year. And, uh, you know, everybody's – to to test to say an endpoint. I mean, Jimbo's got a good team, but, he, you know, he's lost a, a quarterback. And, I mean, they still got Spiller. But we hung we, – we beat him by 30 last year, 24 year. to 30 points. Yeah. 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 So, and he's pretty much got the same team minus a quarterback. So, Kiffin – he- you know. I'm going. Uh, I'm going on a little rant here tonight, and uh,
0: it's just it's something that just really frustrates me mm-hmm. because all these other people want to talk about how great Texas A&M is, and you know what? All they did was lose their all-time leading passer, pretty much. I mean, right. the record holder, but nobody's holding that against Texas A&M. Right. Right. But you know, Alabama loses their their, their guy, and you know they're going to go nine and three. Yeah, give me a break. I just and I, as far as the the, the saving assistant that that has the best chance, if anybody's going to beat him, it's either going to be Jimbo or Kirby this year. To me, in my opinion, if, if Kirby don't get it done this year, man, I don't know sure. when he will. I, I really I don't, don't think you.
1: I don't think you will. Uh,
0: it's and uh, not that it can't happen. It's just that I mean, he's he's. uh He's come close a, a few times. Uh, of course, the the second and twenty six blew it mm-hmm. there. Yeah, uh, he blew the SEC championship game the next year. Fourth uh, and yeah, eleven. Yeah, I mean yeah. he blew that. Yeah. Uh, then then last year they have a three point lead uh, going into halftime and then get shut out in the second half. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not trying to. Kirby Smart is a great football coach. Don't get me wrong, and mm-hmm. he he can recruit with the best of them. But man, he blows it against Nick Saban in Alabama. He just does. Yeah, yeah. And, and Nick enough. Saban gets the better of him in the second half. And it's it, I don't know if it's just experience, if it's uh you know just something mentally. But but Nick Saban has has the upper hand against Kirby Smart in the second half of games. And uh you know if Kirby's going to beat Nick Saban, he's going to have to do it this year. This is this is one of Kirby's most talented team. Teams, and uh, of course, uh, you know Alabama is replacing a lot. But right. I mean, I still I'm still expecting Alabama and Georgia to be there uh, in Atlanta for the SEC championship game. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I just feel like if if, if Jimbo doesn't do it uh, in the regular season, Kirby has the best shot there uh, in the SEC championship game. Uh, and the truth is, they both could beat him this year. They're both they both have good enough teams to do it. I mean, right. that's just the truth. Right. But I don't think that will happen. I think the most likely of of the scenarios is that Kirby uh, could could get Alabama in the SEC championship game, and uh, but you know I ain't betting against Nick Saban. I mean, I just ain't gonna do it. And I, I definitely haven't. ain't gonna bet that Alabama's gonna go nine and
1: three. I I just I'm gonna find out. I don't think he's going to show, but I need to find out what three losses he sees Alabama having because you know and. In all honesty, I don't think Miami's going to beat us. Mm-hmm. I just they, I, I just not, I do not see that. And I've already seen somebody say that that that's a game to watch that Alabama could be up So Like, give me a break. Um would, But you said Jimbo, maybe oh Miss, but Matt Corral, you're either going to get six touchdown passes out of him or six interceptions. So him leading your squad, I'm not a. But I mean, you know, Lane's going to give you your best shot. Just it's Lane Kiffin. Uh, Mississippi State still three or four years away. Arkansas two or three. Tennessee's in shambles. Auburn, you know, we do have to go to the plains and and Jesus, Auburn Jesus every year down there, you know. So that that could happen, but I just don't see Alabama losing, you know, three games unless he's also talking about the bowl game that we go to and we play whoever. But I, I just don't see it. I I just I can't.
0: I mean, I know it, it, and it's probably just Jake. It's probably just wishful thinking from another fan's perspective. Right? I I get, I get that. But man, I try to keep it real here. I mean, Mm -hmm. look, look, is Alabama capable of going undefeated and winning it all again? Of course. Are they capable of slipping up against A and M or Georgia? Of course.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: But Jake, to think that Alabama is going to go nine and three, I mean, that just that blows my mind. I mean that that's Mm -hmm. not being real. I mean, when was the last time they lost three games?
1: No, uh, gosh, it's been what? A, 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 over uh, a decade ago. It, was not the Utah? Yeah. 2010. U, the Utah year, we got beat by Utah, wasn't it? So, yeah, I just I just don't see Alabama losing three games this year. I don't see them losing. As long as it's saving there, I think we're going to be in the hunt every year. That, that's just my personal opinion. Now, like you said, and his downfall of his career, the ending of it, you know potentially, you know, but right now he's still in his hey heyday, and you know he's going out there for for blood. He's going out there for wins, and he's going out there for championships. And so you know, he's going to have his guys ready to go. So yeah. that'd be interesting to talk about tomorrow night. Just you know, tune in to hear hear my thoughts on it. But um, you know, I I I think Alabama will be fine. I mean, that defense, my gosh, we talk about it every every time we get on here, but that it's probably going to be the best defense we've had since what 2014 20, 2016 I would 2016 think. yeah so um so that, that's going to be hard hard to come you know score on Alabama I think this year
0: yeah man uh i i think Alabama's defense is going to be great mm-hmm. uh i have all the confidence in the world and in Bill O'Brien and Bryce Young i really do uh but like i said it's possible they slip up a time or two not three though they ain't going to lose three
1: no, maybe two, but you know, saving. Saving don't lose three games in a season. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> you know, it's just—I mean, just go back and look mm-hmm. at the history. Mm-hmm.
0: Anyways, well, we've we've went over forty minutes uh, here today on our live show, just kind of recapping uh, the first day of SEC media days. Then we kind of talked a little bit about you know the the rest of the West and the rest of the East and kind of what we're looking at there.
1: We got we a Stacy rant.
0: <laughs> yeah, we got we got a rant here. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, well, look, look. I like I said, I don't want to sound like an arrogant Alabama fan, but you can't be a person last year who was saying Bryce Young should have start over Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. And now this year you're saying Bryce Young isn't experienced enough to carry Alabama.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You can't have it both ways. No. So they want to, though. <laughs> it is what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Hey, make sure y'all head over to betonline.ag, get that 50% welcome bonus. It's free money. And then go subscribe to our YouTube channel, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, just wherever you find podcasts. That's where we're at. We appreciate all those that jumped in the comments section. Had had a few of them today, and we really appreciate that. Uh, Like we said, we're going to try to do this again uh, a couple more nights this week, just kind of talk about the SEC and what's going on at Media Days. We appreciate everybody listening. Uh, Like I said, make sure you subscribe, hit that notification bell, so when we go live, you don't miss it. All right, Jake, let's head out now.